Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. Thanks, brother. Uh, Welcome. It is Free Talk Live. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. The telephone number, if you would like to join in the conversation, is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's... The authentic Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will, LLC. Joining me, Riley. And Nikki. Uh, Riley, you were mentioning to me earlier that uh, you had not been on a Sunday night previously. That's correct. I've never been on a Sunday night. I've been on a Saturday night with Mark and Ian and, and yeah. probably some other people, but never on a Sunday. So I'm really excited to try out the Sunday show and see how I like it. Welcome. And, Thank you. Uh, and of course, Nikki, a staple. Of the Sunday night program she is. for quite some time. Try to be. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally, uh, I'm a paperclip. <laughs> you mean like Clippy? The, the yes, little, yes. Little like a, what? Yeah, on no, Word. <laughs> I love the Clippy memes, right? Where it's like it's saying libertarian stuff. It's like, yeah. you don't think taxation is theft? Are you some kind of dumbass? Right? <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, what am I missing? Oh yeah, Captain's Log, start date zero two zero four two zero two four. All right, I think the formalities. Yes, I think you got all of them. All right, thanks, man. Thanks yeah. for keeping me on my toes. Of course, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> here to keep you on your toes. I mean, I listen to the show enough, I could probably memorize a lot of the bits. Yes, and uh, <laughs> while I'm thinking about it, uh, Riley does. Uh, he produces the digest version of Free Talk Live for us. Uh, that is to say, he does a bunch of work. He gets uh, a copy of every three-hour episode yeah. that we do, and he, uh, you know, sort of uh, pulls the greatest hits out of everyone and, you know, gets it down to, what, about 45 minutes or so? Uh, about 55 minutes. Okay, probably. all right. So, shortens it up. So, if you uh, don't have three hours a day uh, to listen to the program, why, that's okay. Yeah, you can get, down to an hour. You can get sort of the Cliff Notes version. Yep. Uh, Riley, if people want to, because you don't get paid for this unless people donate, how do people donate to you? Um, I have Patreon page available. It's on the description every time I upload the show. So okay. the, the digest at least. Excellent. Uh, so, uh, if you, you know, feel inclined as a listener to help Riley out, please do so. Yes, please do. Uh, I want to talk about, <laughs> we do have a number two story, but we're not going to lead with that. Can't uh, lead with the number two story. Oh, you gotta wait till the uh, number two story time. I think we did lead with the number two story one time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, well, it didn't go well. Or it did, but like we were like, yeah, we should, probably shouldn't do that again. Yeah. Uh, this, <laughs> this story was not written 
by libertarians. It was not written for libertarians. Uh, however, <laughs> it's very libertarian. And you'll see what I mean. This from CNN Business over at CNN.com, or as I like to call it, the Criminal News Network. They are the criminals new, Criminal News Network for sure. They talk about the criminals in D.C. a lot. Fulton County government outage, colon, cyber attacks bring down phones, court site, and tax systems. Yay! Yay! You had to mention the colon, didn't you, Captain? Uh, well, <laughs> especially after the number two story. <laughs> yeah. After I mentioned the number two story. Yep. Uh, an ongoing cyber attack against Georgia's Fulton County, which includes parts of Atlanta, has brought some of the government systems to a standstill, halting access to court filings, tax processing, and other services. Yay! 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 Nicely done. Yeah, absolutely. Take them all down. We don't need this institution. <laughs> I told you this would be fun. Uh, <laughs> the outage has not been resolved. Yay! Yay! And it is unclear when systems will return to normal. Yay! Oh, thank goddess for that. Oh, yay. Uh, the office of the county district attorney, Fonnie Willis, lost access to its phones, internet, and the court system website, according to a source with direct knowledge of the matter. Willis indicted, Willis indicted former President Donald Trump and 18 co-defendants in a 2020 election subversion case. I don't know why they're mentioning that. Officials have not declared any connection between the attack oh, and the election subversion case. So, so by saying there's no connection, they're insinuating that there is a connection. Yeah. Yeah, that's what government does. They, they say, oh, there's no connection here, blah, blah, blah. And, and the people, the plain normies out there are going to be, of course there's no connection. But there is a connection. The communication... Court and tax systems have all been brought down, said Fulton County Board of Commissioners Chairman Rob Pitts. <laughs> that guy's the Pitts. Yeah, for sure. He's the, his job is definitely the Pitts, I'm, I'm imagining. Oh, uh, yeah. A source with firsthand knowledge in Fulton County told CNN, the Internet and Odyssey Court systems are down as well. Odyssey Court Records at one point said the system could be down until February 5th or later. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty great. Uh, they were later updated to remove the timetable. So they originally estimated that they'd be back up by the 5th. And then they were like, hey, guys, let's not put a time on this. We yeah. Don't, we, don't, yeah. we don't really like, know. Let's not embarrass ourselves more than we already have. <laughs> well, you know, government does a terrible job at doing things anyway. So, you know, they don't want to embarrass themselves even further. Yeah. Uh, this goes back to something I learned uh, a long time ago. Uh, under promise, yep. over deliver. Right? So... If you know a task is going to take you, you know, five hours and your boss is like, hey, how long will it take you to get that task done? You go 10 hours. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, that makes sense. And then, and then they go, OK, that's fine. And then when you get it done in like seven, they're like, wow, great work. You got that done under budget, you know, under budget time anyway. Yeah. Right? You know, you got it done early. Wow. What a great worker you are. And you're like, yes, yes, I am. Sandbag a little bit. Right. You know. <laughs> That's a good idea. I'll have to try that next time. Uh, it happens in the in the tech world a lot too. Like people ask, you know, if there's an outage or you know if there's some connection problem. They're like, well, what's the ETA before it's back up? And and you go, oh, it's going to be a week. And like a week, really? Yeah, you have to find alternative means. And then like if it's <laughs> fixed in a day, you call them back up and they, hey, good news. Then our you're crack, a hero, our right? crack team yeah. of technicians, you know, totally got on the case and fixed it all, and you're back up. They're, oh wow, that's awesome. You guys are awesome. Thanks. Hopefully, it's a team of crack technicians. 
not a crack smoking team of right. technicians. And yeah, we don't need that. It's it's like it'd be more like I the, feel like they'd probably actually do a pretty good job. <laughs> it'd be like on the ball, you know. They might. You never know. It, it it'd be more like the uh, the crack team of commandos that comprised the A team back in the eighties. Yeah. Right. Uh, moving on. Pitts said Monday that the cyber attack had caused a widespread system outage and that the investigation was still in the preliminary stages. We at Fulton County take cybersecurity seriously, and we place a high priority on the protection of sensitive information, Pitts said. At this time, we are not aware of any transfer of sensitive information about citizens or employees, but we will continue to look carefully at the issue. Access to property tax transactions and the justice system, including firearm registry, marriage licenses, etc., were limited during the outage, and the county's Department of Information Technology is working to address the issue, according to a statement on its website. The FBI in Atlanta told CNN it was aware of the incident and is in contact with Fulton County's IT department, but would not comment on specifics of the cyber attack. I wonder why. Interesting, yeah. Because, well, I mean, so here's the thing. Even though it's 2024, uh, most governments are running on something that resembles antiquated tech systems. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Because it doesn't surprise me. Because governments don't move quickly, right? They're, no, they're constantly like 20 years behind yeah, everything else. Yeah, it's like a you know 300-pound gorilla that they're wrestling with. Yeah, well, government never ha- wants you to have wants to have the latest and greatest in technology for some reason because they're always out. Well, there's, there's no incentive yeah, for really them isn't. to do a good job. Right. They're getting paid anyways. Yep. So you might as well do a crappy job and, you know, pocket the rest of the money. Yeah. And then, of course, when government can't do the job, which is most of the time, uh, they outsource it. So they'll find, you know, some obviously favored contractor, you know, with some some ties to whomever's you know in office at the time to award the contract for whatever software systems that they're using to. And they will, of course, overcharge the government. I know of tech companies who do this. They refer to these contracts as cash cows. Yeah. Right. So you're, you're a software company. You have this piece of software government wants to use. You might, you might deploy it in the regular market, right, at a certain price or whatever. But the price for the government is going to be roughly double that. Because they can, and the government doesn't care. Yeah, there's really no incentive for them to keep prices low or to provide adequate service at all. Right. Uh, The FBI routinely advises the public and private sectors about cyber threats in order to help them guard against the actions of cyber criminals. I I don't know why a team of criminals... Of, of these criminals are advising other... Against other criminals? Yeah, other criminals. That's kind of ironic. Yeah. Makes no sense to me. If it makes sense to you, 603-283-6160. The FBI said in a statement, uh, we work with our interagency partners to identify, pursue, and defeat all those who partake in cybercrime. Like, okay, thanks. I don't recall the FBI ever routinely advising the public about cyber threats. Do you? No. Not very often, no. Okay. Didn't the FBI get hacked by oh, yeah, yeah. cyber or whatever? Yeah. Cyber criminals. Yeah, yeah, or, you know. Or themselves or whatever. Yeah, it was probably like a, you know, a temp employee or something that plugged like a USB drive into, yeah. you know, a computer yeah. or something. The wrong computer. <laughs> you know. Yeah. The wrong time. But that happens quite a bit, though, where they're, um, where they get hacked and then it's like, oh, all of these people's information got leaked. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. 
Uh, continuing on, ransomware attacks and other hacking threats have for years plagued state and local governments. I, See, I, I told you. I don't know if they've plagued them, though. I mean... It, that does sound kind of dramatic. Yeah. And it also begs the question, especially if this is coming from CNN, right? So they're kind of like on the, the government team, yeah. so to speak. They pretty much are, yeah. It's kind of embarrassing to admit, like, oh, they've been plaguing them for years. It's like, you guys can't get your security in order? Yeah. I mean, I don't get hacked regularly. Yeah. Uh, you it's know. not really that hard. Well, I mean, you'd think in the government, too, right? Oh, it's the government. You'd think they'd have all the resources to have passwords that aren't password one, two, three. Well, but yet, <laughs> if there was... most, they usually do. That is usually the password. <laughs> They're generally not the smartest people on earth, the government people. But if they were, they'd be a deadly force to reckon with, for sure. Yeah, we don't need them getting any smarter, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so at any rate, uh, they've plagued uh, state and local governments, which often don't have the money and personnel to deal with the threat. Oh, but they've got plenty of money to keep dropping bombs. Absolutely. Well, the bombs, don't you know, Captain, the bombs and the bullets and the things like that are the way we got to keep the people in fear and subjugation. One day they might be bombs too. To be fair, this is at the state level, so... They have plenty of money for the bomb squad. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and the SWAT the bomb team. Squad, the SWAT teams. The Raiders are going to raid Ian's house. You know, the the, the, the important things. The police course. tanks that they buy from the military. Yes. Or are given to, for, or, the, or that the military gives them. Yeah. Uh, in 2018, the city of Atlanta was hit with a ransomware cyber attack that cost the city millions to restore, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. A 2019 attack on the city of Baltimore. That's Baltimore for those of you not from the area. <laughs> Balamo. Got it. A 2019 attack in the city of Balamo Computers halted the city's ability to process water billing payments for three months. Yay! 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 That's great. I love it when that happens. Uh, Baltimore officials estimated at the time that the ransomware attack would cost the city at least $18 million. Um, I'm the gonna, city, right. I, I'm oh, the just, city. You mean the taxpayers is, right. is what it It's costs. not costing the city. The, the city is just... Yeah. The city is just a group of people. Right. It's just an idea. In January 2022, two separate cyber attacks disrupted public services in New Mexico's most populous county, with one forcing the Albuquerque public school system to temporarily close and another knocking out cameras at a local jail. Whoa, oh, yay! Wow. yay! The children are finally free. Save the children. <laughs> Isn't that funny that all these outages are are yeah, how did great this, at, I mean, how at did, stopping government? How did that even affect all of that stuff? Like, I'm so confused. Um, I don't know the details of that particular case. It just doesn't seem like... But, I, that just seems unlikely to me, you know? Yeah. That it would affect all of those things. It, it can happen. Uh, U.S. cybersecurity officials are trying to shore up the defenses of state and local governments with federal money. <laughs> you mean taxpayer money again? Yeah, or money they've printed off so they can inflate the currency and make your money more and more worthless. And develop a program to warn companies and organizations that might be vulnerable to hacking threats. So they're basically going to develop a program that says, Dear government, uh, you are vulnerable to cyber attacks. Uh, if you didn't know that already from the cyber attack that just happened. Yeah. They're going to warn themselves. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> anyway, that's the whole story. I just... It, I, 
love that story. Again, not written by libertarians for oh, yeah. libertarians in any way, shape, or form. But man, when I read that, every almost every other paragraph, I'm like, yay! This is so great. Yay. We want more outages in government. We want the whole and infrastructure like, to go away. I, I I I spent a lifetime in tech uh, before I moved to New Hampshire. Uh, but like, I'm no programmer. I don't write code, right? I basically did, uh, different versions of tech support, tier two, tier three, stuff like that. Uh, I did some telephony, uh, a whole bunch of telephony actually, but like, I am surprised that this isn't commonplace, right? I'm surprised that more of this is not happening specifically because things like uh, Bitcoin, uh, and other cryptocurrencies were developed by, uh, what we'll call, uh, there's actually a name for these, for these people. Uh, and I can't remember it off the top of my head right now, uh, but I'll remember it in a minute. Uh, but like these, these people all, you know, develop this sort of thing. Uh, the, the cypherpunks, that's the term I was searching for the cypherpunks, right? So these are, uh, kind of like Satoshi Nakamoto, anonymous people who contribute code to, uh, work of, of groups, right? And then they will, some of them are white hat hackers, some of them are black hat, red hat, you know, who, I don't know what kind of hat they're wearing, but. <laughs> like, I don't know what any of that means. Yeah. Um, uh, so white hat uh, hackers are people who businesses or governments contract to, to determine where their vulnerabilities are. Okay. So, so they will pay okay. them to purposely, yeah, yeah, yeah. purposely try and hack into their systems. It's like a reverse kind yeah. of, yeah. yeah, reverse hacking, now, so to speak. Now, sometimes, though, it turns out, uh, if you pay attention to that kind of news, uh, sometimes it turns out that they're the same people. <laughs> sometimes a white hat guy can be a black hat guy, That's you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it is pretty interesting. Uh, and then some of these uh, ransom attacks uh, have been... Uh, some of them, not, I don't know if all of them, but uh, they have been uh, where they demand crypto of some kind, right? They're like, hey, we've seized your systems and you can't have them back until you've paid us, you know, a million dollars in crypto or mm-hmm. whatever it is, right? Uh, That's why people are like, Bitcoin bad. Bitcoin uh, is very bad. We've got, criminals. We've got an update on that too Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. a little later in the show uh, because there is some, some news surrounding Bitcoin uh, something that uh, the man, if you will, uh, has uh, has done. The man with a magical title. Uh, yeah, uh, the the guy <laughs> in the chair, right? <laughs> yeah, as I like to always point out, um, way too many people on planet Earth, or at least in the United States, are under the impression that uh, it's it's because their guy's not in the chair. That's why things are bad. Oh, right, yeah. And and things would be better if it was only their guy in the chair, if their guy's not in the chair. Even though it doesn't make any difference or if, which guy is in the chair. Right. Or if their guy is in the chair, they're afraid that if the other guy gets in the chair, things will be worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. And then the it's always the same. It's always going back and forth between the parties. What these people fail to recognize is that it's the chair. Oh, of course. And these people with magical titles like president, apostle, prophet congressman senator i'm naming off a bunch of titles yeah. that are absolutely totally meaningless people with titles ladies and gentlemen people with titles are just people with titles and the reason why this is important to remember is because that people with titles don't know any more than you do and don't have any more rights than you do to govern anyone else they're just people with titles what do you think about that captain considering you're a man 
With many titles. I mean, one of the reasons <laughs> that I have so many titles is to make fun yeah. of people with titles. Yeah. Right? So, like, uh, instead of sort of just sitting here going, I, I don't like the titles and, you know, that kind of thing, I'm like, yeah. well, let me demonstrate how ridiculous yeah. these titles are. <laughs> I'll just have a bunch of them. Yes. And yes. some of them are earned. Some of them were bestowed upon me. Yes. Uh, like the doctor was a, a caller. Yeah. Called in, honorary like, doctorate. Yeah. Yes, gave me an honorary doctorate. Um, and if Paul McCartney can have one, I'm sure you can have one. Yeah. Why not? I, I'm waiting for like, oh, I don't know, a prince or a queen or somebody to, oh, yeah. to, to call up and like knight me. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Be a duke or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> not feeling very dukish. Okay. <laughs> Or, or you could be a, a knight. Yeah, definitely a knight. Definitely Sir Captain. Yeah. Sir. Kick-ass. Oh, man. <laughs> one of, the, one of the, the detriments of getting older is uh, you get a lot more siring when you're in your daily life, your interactions, right? You're like, I was at the grocery store, and uh, there's this one particular store I go to. I don't have one of these, one of these like, shopper cards, right, where you're like, Oh, you if you have the shopper, you get whatever, points or yeah. a discount, or and they track all your purchases and, and yeah. all that kind of crap, and and who knows what else they do with the information. And I'm just like, no, I don't want that. But uh, this one store, like if you ask, they'll they'll let you use like the the in house card so you can get the discount. Nice, you know. Uh, and so I do that as a matter of routine, but I don't make it seem routine, right? I'm like, ah, oh, hey, can I use your in house shopper? Forgot card? mine. I, I insinuate, right? I don't go, uh, shopper cart, right? I don't demand it. I'm like, yeah. oh, hey, man, can I, you know? And they go, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. And they let me use their shopper cart. Um, I had a point, and I don't remember what it was. <laughs> what were we talking about? Shopper you like card, discounts? Discounts. <laughs> uh, Your point has eluded you. Yeah, well, it'll come back. Anyways. Yeah. Even if it doesn't. <laughs> The show must go but on. Even if it doesn't, that was pretty good. Uh, in, an insider scoop for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have a points card at like Stop and Shop or wherever, yeah, just ask the cashier. Man, I had a larger point too. <laughs> oh, well, again, getting old. Right, well, that was that was what oh, I was talking sir. about. Yes, getting old. You were right. talking about getting old. Yes. And so when, yes, I, when, sir. I, when I asked him for the shop, he's like, "Oh yes, sir." And I'm like, "Oh God, really?" It's better than a ma'am. <sighs> well, you're gonna get that pretty soon. Yeah, maybe. You know, it, it might take a little while. But, I mean, you're about to have a kid and all. You're probably getting it already, right? Yeah, not quite. Is that public information? I'm sorry. I just like, you know. Eh. Now it is. Okay. <laughs> <My dad. laughs> That's okay. <laughs> sorry, Nikki. <laughs> you're just going to out me like that? <laughs> You've been doxxed. <laughs> we now know where you live. Yeah. Yes, sir. Wait, no. Uh, that's what I was complaining about. Uh, we do have a number two story coming up, uh, which is... I don't even know what to think of it. I've only been able to breeze through the first couple of sentences, so we'll get to that. The telephone number is 603-283-6160. If you would like to join us, it's Nikki Riley and the captain tonight here on the Sunday edition of Free Talk Live. Don't go anywhere. Anytime, any place. 
place, anywhere. Radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. News update. This Sunday, there are brand new developments in the Middle East. U.S. forces have hit more than 30 Houthi targets in Yemen. Now, this comes a day after the U.S. strikes at least 85 targets in Syria and Iraq, where Iran-backed proxy groups have been operating. These terrorists have hit more than 160 U.S. military targets in the region. All this in the aftermath of the October 7th Hamas terrorist attack in Israel. They also killed three U.S. soldiers last week in a drone strike. The Bodies of the three, two women and one man, brought back to Dover Air Force Base in Delaware on Friday. Turning now to the race for president in 2024, President Biden winning the Democrat primary in South Carolina Saturday. We also learned the president, for a second year in a row, will not be sitting down for an interview prior to the Super Bowl. No reason has been given. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in this free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call them toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. 
appreciate what we do? Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Yes, it is Free Talk Live, the Sunday night edition. If you don't know what Free Talk Live is, please visit freetalklive.com. Find out all about us and our fine program. We are a live call-in radio program, nationally syndicated and also on the internet. So you could say we're global. We could definitely say that. We do have a satellite broadcast somewhere. I think it's over sub-Saharan Africa, actually. Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. I'm, I'm not certain of the details, but that, that seems to jive with my knowledge. I like to think that we're intergalactic. Oh, yeah, that sounds better to me. Well, at least uh, like the Beastie Boys one song. of the two co-founders uh, has claimed at some point in the past to be an intergalactic space king. One of the co-founders. I wonder who, I wonder which one yes. that was. Well, it's not Ian. <laughs> <laughs> if which, that narrows it which down Which one a of them would you. do that? If Mark. That, that no, I just it. added him. Um, I was recently, I don't remember what happened. I saw like an old photo from, I don't know, eight years ago or something. Uh, I don't remember exactly when, but Mark had dyed his hair like green. Really? I yeah, remember for, hearing about that. He did it for a fundraiser. Yeah, it was a fundraiser thing. It was like, if we hit you know this amount of go, I'll dye my hair green or something. Yeah. And so he did. And he kept it that way for a little while, at least enough to have a bunch of photos taken of it or whatever. <laughs> and he kind of reminded me of like, uh, w- without the makeup, uh, the, the Batman villain, the Joker. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Kind of like that. Okay. You know? Uh, so, anyway, I, I don't know why I brought that up. Oh, because he's the intergalactic space king. He actually That had is a-, a very intergalactic, like, alien- type color right and he had he had a crown too so i wonder where I've the crown s- went uh, he i'm sure he still has it i think he does because we looked for it occasionally he went to pork fest a couple years ago at least okay Occasion- i saw him walking around <laughs> dressed like a i like leg royalty he's got like the what is what do they call the royal cane Right, the it's scepter. not really a cane, the scepter, yeah, yeah. yeah. with like with the, the jewel on the top and oh, the, wow. the cape, and he's got the cape, yeah, yeah with the big puffy collars <laughs> or whatever. That's hilarious. Uh, that would be that would be fun. Um, hey, are you tired of the oppressive rules and moderation of big tech social media sites? Yeah. Well, our Mastodon server at social.freetalklive.com can set you free. Excellent. Mastodon is free, open source, decentralized, and federated. Multiple apps are available for iOS, Android, Windows, Mac, and Linux. Social.freetalklive.com. All right. We should probably move into our number two story. Oh, wow. The number two story. The second one of the night. It's that time. Yeah. Wait, the second one? Is it the second one? We we only have one number two story tonight that I'm oh. aware of. Okay. I um, guess we'll do this one. Are you, are you counting the cyber attack as a number two story? I don't know what I'm counting as a number two story. Right. I'm going to count this one as a number two story. All right. All right. We're good. Just just so we're clear, it goes yeah. one and then two. Yes. <laughs> I guess what I was thinking is that this is the, not the second number two story, but the second story we've covered this evening. Like, H- Hence the number two story. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. All right. 
Uh, and you brought this in. Yes, I did. Which, excellent, by the way. Excellent work, sir. Well, thank you. I mean, I figured I'm going to be on the Sunday night show, and this is a, a shtick you guys do, so I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. it I'll is. use yeah. it. Got to do your part. For yeah. those who may not have listened to the Sunday edition of Free Talk Live before, uh, we we started and have kept this tradition of just being a little bit lighter than the rest of the Free Talk Live shows, uh, because it's Sunday, right? Day, day to relax. You know, uh, most folks, uh, if you've got like a Monday through Friday job, you know, you're relaxing at the end of the day. You want, you know, something, uh, a lot of stuff we talk about is heavy. We're going to talk about some heavy stuff a little bit later, but let's talk about this number two story, shall we? This from theguardian.com. Crime and punishment. Flags planted in dog feces spark L.A. mystery. Hmm. Uh, the subheading is rogue messes in the Venice neighborhood have been labeled with accusatory messages. No one knows who's behind them. <laughs> so there's some mysterious person uh, planting these flags. These look like they're on maybe like it's bigger than a toothpick. Uh-huh. Um, you know, maybe like a small dowel. Something like that. Okay. And then a white flag, and then they just write on it with, like, a Sharpie marker. Uh, And they show pictures. One of the flags uh, in a pile of poo says, get therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Another one says, no, with a period. And then another one says, lazy, with two lines underneath it. That's funny. So we're not sure what they're getting at. A street artist... In the Los Angeles neighborhood of Venice is turning mounds of abandoned dog poop into tiny works of social commentary. For weeks, local residents say pieces of poo on the side of the road have been marked with small white flags, each with a unique aggrieved message for those who fail to clean up after their pets. Oh, so this is... This is social commentary on what happens when people abandon their dog feces. (laughs) When did the the whole, when I was growing up, it wasn't uh, illegal for like you to take your dog to the park, let him poo, and then walk away. You didn't have to carry around the little bag. You didn't have to get the, the scooper. You know, you didn't have to toss it in the trash, whatever, that kind of a thing. I think, like particularly in the parks, they hired people to do that. Right? Somebody's job huh. was to, you know, walk the park you know, a couple times a day, picking up the dog poo. That kind of, some people would voluntarily pick up their own dog's poo. Yeah, I would think that would be the owner's responsibility. Yeah, but like there was a time for a long time uh, where this wasn't mandated by uh, governments. Yeah. Right? Like, it is biodegradable. It is. Of uh, course it is, and it's good fertilizer. It, yeah. it totally is. I mean, there are some problematic areas. Like I, I would think, you know, like if my kids are playing in the park or if I'm like walking down the street in New York City and it's on the sidewalk, <laughs> like there are some like, Spots where you probably wouldn't want uh, it. One of my um, uh, foster parents had, uh, we'll call it a large yard. Uh, they had uh, some gardens, if you will, where they grew stuff, vegetables and, and that type of thing. Uh, and they would rotate. They had four of these in the large backyard. Yeah. And so one of them would be blank every year. And then the other three uh, would be growing some stuff. And every year they would rotate one over the other and leave one blank. And so what they do is when they let their dogs out, they train their dogs to go their number two yeah. in the blank uh, area. And then the following spring or whatever, when they tilled that up to plant mm-hmm. the seeds and, and all that kind of stuff, 
uh, the dog poo was natural fertilizer, as Riley pointed out. Yeah. So, like, you know, that seems like a... That actually seems like a smart way to grow things because you're rotating everything through and not right. depleting your soil. Right. Yeah. And that was their point in, in doing so. Uh, but, it, you know, I assume that's not done in the cities. Uh, for weeks, local residents say uh, pieces of poo on the side of the road have been marked with white flags. Get therapy, reads one. Must be nice to be such a lazy ass, reads another. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and why get a dog then, asks a third. <laughs> While the identity of the Venice poop flagger is still a mystery, the person is already becoming something of a folk hero to people who live on the residential blocks around Hip Abbott Kinney Boulevard, not far from Venice Beach. I've never been. I've only ever set foot in California. That's it. Uh, because I, I, and even though I lived on the West Coast for like 22 years, like I, I went, I was in Washington State, I went to Oregon several times, uh, never went to California the entire time I lived there. Mm. It wasn't until I moved to New Hampshire. Because I bought the cheapest flight that I could uh, at the time, uh, and well in advance, uh, I had all these connections that you normally wouldn't have. So I had to fly from Seattle to California. Yeah. So, so that was your California. That was, that was your set, big California I foot trip in California. Well, that's right. You gotta uh, you gotta set foot in California at some point in your life. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, wow. It's not until I'm leaving the West Coast that I actually set foot in this yeah. state. <laughs> Uh, the story continues. I have no idea who it is. Zero clue, said Ava Carpentier, a longtime resident who was walking her dog, George. Okay. Dogs I, with people names. I don't like dogs with people names. Dogs with I think, people names. You're not a fan of dogs with people names, Captain? I think, I think dogs should have dog names. I say that as a human with, you know, the moniker <laughs> Captain. Right? Yeah. yeah. What's, what's a dog name? What makes up a dog name? I mean, if if a dog's name is George, then it doesn't that. I mean, it's a dog's name, right? I mean, I guess. Like you, you like he needs to be named Spot. No, but like <laughs> I don't. It's not very common for dogs to be named people's names. Yeah, yeah, right? it I, isn't. I don't find a lot of you know, and you know Georges what? and Bills and you know. Lucy's. It's an awesome opportunity to give someone a really sick name. You know what I mean? Like. You could name your kids some crazy stuff, but that can kind of backfire for them for, there, for their life. You know what I mean? But an animal, it's like you can, I mean, you can run with it. Uh, there was a lady in my, uh, one of my grandmother's uh, old neighborhoods in, uh, I'm trying to remember, probably 78, 79 or something like that. She had a very large black lab named the N-Word. Oh, oh no! No way! Can't do that. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's not good. Another another guy I know uh, who is uh, sort of a bikerish kind of guy, you know, big burly, you know, scary looking dude. Um, he had a dog named Stains. What is that supposed to mean? You can imagine what he yelled out into the yard when he wanted the dog to come in. <laughs> Don't say it! Oh, gosh. Don't say it! Stains! 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 the opportunities are endless yeah they are maybe not the first one not the not the first story one really yeah but (laughs) so don't do those ones but get creative have fun anyway she's walking her dog george and she said it's brilliant i think it's hysterical i'd like to shake the hand of the person who's doing it uh, provided they have washed their hands hopefully after placing hopefully their hands are clean in in, in the poo uh I hear well, they don't necessarily have to touch it, right? I hear I that's how sticking... you get parvo. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, the style of the flags have appeared over the past weeks is consistent. White paper, a sharp message written in black marker. On a tour of the neighborhood on Monday, a Guardian reporter documented five separate flags on moldering piles of excrement. Oh. It's kind of awful that it's that big of an issue there. Because well, I don't see that walking around in like around here. And I, I do a I'm lot thinking. of like... Mountain trails, regular trails, sidewalk walking. I don't really see too much dog poop on the, you know. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be a problem around here. Um, And I think especially nowadays, like it's just within the culture. Like if you have a dog, it is your responsibility to pick it up. Yeah. Keep bags on you if you're taking your dog out of the house. Like, you need to be prepared. Um, Especially nowadays, like, people will confront you. Yeah. I follow this page on Instagram. It's like a Karen page, and it's really just people, like, freaking out about things that they shouldn't be freaking out about. Okay. But it's very funny. (laughs) And this this guy was confronting this woman on the sidewalk. I think it was in New York City. um, Yelling in her face, screaming in her face for her to pick up her dog's poop. So she goes... Okay, you want me to pick it up? And she picks it up and throws it in his face. Oh. And you couldn't imagine how things escalated from there. Yeah. That's all you cool. know, I don't have, what, what was that, Insta? Instagram? I don't have that. No. But, like, if it's got stuff like that on, I might watch. It's pretty funny, yeah. <laughs> it's like any social media, right? Like, even TikTok, it's like, you know, you can curate your, your feed to show you whatever I, you'd like. Just, I don't know where this story is going, but just off the top of my head, you know how we've uh, done stories about uh, uh, the human feces problem in like San Francisco? Yeah. yeah. I think this guy should move to San Francisco, start yeah. putting flags oh, on the humans. Oh, there you go. That would be interesting. That would yeah. be really interesting. You know, up his game a little bit. Take yeah. it up a notch. Maybe assuming it's a man. Assuming it's a man. Maybe he's confused. Maybe he thinks it's dog poop and it's not. Ooh. That might be entirely possible. Because I'm like, a dog owner would never do this. They would clean it up, but a crazy person might. Yeah. Uh, So other messages uh, such as pick up your poop and other more passive aggressive. Life is hard if you can't afford poop bags. (laughs) Yeah. If you can afford a dog, you can afford a poop bag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, they outlawed uh, plastic bags, so it's hard around there nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where are you going to pick your dog poop up in? Uh, paper. Paper. So. Oh, gosh. Maybe you should get one of those cloth bags. <laughs> They'll start using uh, cloth diapers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Know, the just laundry. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. I'm a big fan, says Will Inbush. That's his name. In Inbush. It's spelled with the S C H though. Okay. Uh who said he often shares a chuckle with a neighbor as they pass one of the flags. No one wants to see a bunch of dog poop everywhere. His favorite two flags, Inbush said, read Who raised you? and Come on, you're better than this. <laughs> His favorite two, uh, those are his favorite two. Uh, from the handwriting, I assume it's one person. I can't imagine there's a coordinated team of people that do all that. He had a few guesses as to the identity of the gorilla flagger. Just someone with a good sense of humor and solid handwriting. <laughs> wow. The proliferation of dog droppings in parks, yards, and neighborhoods is a problem in many locations around the world, and one that may only have worsened during the pandemic. Uh, they mean the government overreaction to yeah uh, or the yeah. the scam some people call it uh, the propagandemic yeah it's more de- it's definitely more of a propagandemic i mean yeah there was there was illness going around 
but you know the propaganda surrounding the I think propagandemic might be like as far as portmanteaus that I've invented like that's might pretty be my, great might yeah, be my crowning great. achievement yeah. You know? yeah like if there were a list of like you know, there's other ones that I like, like technicalities, you know. That's, yep, that's a good that's, one. That's I use, I actually started using that nice. quite frequently yeah. now, yeah. Uh, many, it's a good one. Many people from my former tech jobs uh, are also using it. It uh, sounds like a real word, you know, like just a, a regular word, you know. And everybody knows what you mean immediately. Yeah, immediately, yeah. Yep. No question. So anyway, uh, things may have worsened during the propagandemic when many people adopted new dogs. Fecal bacteria oh, okay. is rampant on the streets of New York City and a deluge. New York City. New York. That's where they make pecan, don't you know? <laughs> and a deluge of dog droppings may also be harming nature reserves, researchers have warned. Ooh, okay. Wonder how dog droppings are ruining nature reserves. Yeah, because, you know, if nature was just to take its course and, you know, there were no, like, cities or whatever, um,. That would just be a naturally occurring phenomenon. Yeah, it would be. You know, like you got like these people who go like deer hunting or whatever, right? You know, they're 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 following deer droppings through the forest, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. like oh, hopefully we can find a deer to shoot. You know, get us some meat this season or whatever. And no one's complaining that deer droppings ruin the nature reserve, right? Uh, attempts to police this excrement epidemic range from fines to signs asking dog owners to be respectful. Or warning that there's no magic poop fairy to pick up their droppings. The issue remains a profound social flashpoint, a constant reminder of what it means to respect or disrespect public space. At first, several Venice residents said they assumed the flags had been placed on the poop by a particular homeowner or business who was upset about their particular lawn. But as they began to see the poop flags scattered across the neighborhood, they realized this was part of some larger endeavor. I don't know who's doing it, which makes it even cooler, Claire Ramsey said, another local resident, as she walked her dog, Charlie. Okay, so we've got George and Charlie so far. What is up with Venice and naming dogs after people? It does seem like Venice is that kind of place. It's probably you know the I mean? posh thing to do to name yeah. a dog after a person. Yeah. they got to be posh and proper. Uh, sometimes it helps me out, I'm not going to lie, said postal worker who was delivering mail in the neighborhood, who declined to give her name. Seeing a little flag has stopped me from stepping in it, she said. A oh, yeah. frequent risk in Venice where a lot of people have dogs. So maybe that's why it's such an issue there, is just the, the dog owner population is very high. The dog to human ratio? Yeah. I guess so, maybe. It's like one to one. I hope it's not that you have to You have to own a dog to live there. <laughs> That would be really funny if he did. Yeah, no not dogs allowed, yep. is what yeah. their signs read. Uh, residents say they're still guessing about the identity of the person or persons behind the flags. Was it someone walking their own dog carrying the flags as they went? Does the flagger hand-make the flags with little toothpicks? Or were the flags mass-produced, perhaps designed for labeling hors d'oeuvres at a party? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I just had a bad visual of, yeah. of this on like a big silver tray. That would not be, <laughs> yeah. not be a fun Welcome party. Welcome to the party. It's the Venice party. Oh, no. <laughs> Here's some horse doovers. Oh, no. I'm sorry, hors d'oeuvres. Horse d'oeuvres. I call them horse doovers. Yeah. <laughs> Ramsey said the effort didn't seem menacing, but rather conceptual with the flags, reminding her of the distinctive tags of graffiti artists. But it's also possible, this being Los Angeles, that the poop flags were part of a deliberate marketing, camp- marketing campaign. Is it some brand, she asked? Is it someone just looking for notoriety? Um, what's the artist? Banksy. 
right? That's what I'm thinking of, right? You know, it could be a could be a local artist, and like later on they'll reveal themselves, yeah, and everybody will look at their work or their website or whatever. Residents say they had started texting photos of their favorite flag sightings to friends and family, and that at least one person had photoshopped a flag perched atop a disintegrating piece of poo so that it read. Trump 2024. Uh, uh, That's pretty great. That's a good place for a Trump 2024 thing is a flag of poop. I mean, let's put one for all of the presidents. Yeah, exactly. I I agree. All the so-called presidents, all these government people. So, yeah. Uh, We have a caller holding. Let's go to them. Uh, I believe this is Mr. Axelman. You're on Free Talk Live. Hi, it is Mr. Axelman. How's it going? It's going good. What's on your mind, bro? I have to switch the topic to a few bills. Um, before I get to a few bills that are currently pending in the legislature that I'd love you all to support, um, yeah, sorry. I need to ask, um, if I made like a Kickstarter or Indiegogo type of thing for my next book so I can make a few dollars before I uh, published it or something to help publish it, would you guys consider contributing a few dollars or a few goldbacks worth? Oh, I totally like, would. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Out? Hell yeah. And I'd tell everybody okay, else to, awesome. too. Also. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it'll be all about the First Amendment. I'm going to do the First Amendment violations like I did with Presumed Guilty with the Fourth and Fifth Amendment. I'm going to go over all the violations. It's going to be a massive book, and it's going to be like black-pilled anarchist type of stuff. Nice. Okay, so um, I'm sure you all are aware that the uh, landlords in every state, including New Hampshire, are um, crapped on. Like oh, yeah. guys we're talking about in the number two story. Um, I mean, almost no rights and tenants in all 50 states, I believe, can squat and they have rights as squatters if they want to stay or take over your house. You can't evict them. It's very hard to evict them. There's an interesting yeah. bill that would. So currently, according to state law, you're not allowed to evict someone after the lease is over if you don't want to renew the contract, meaning if they're there for 12 months and you both agree to that afterward, you don't want to renew it because you just don't like them or they're a bad tenant. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually can't make them leave. So essentially you have to let them stay and you have to give them a month to month or a new lease, which is ridiculous. That doesn't make, sense. doesn't make sense. Is that true yeah, in New Hampshire? Yes. So Supreme court justice, Bob Lynn, who's now a state representative, um, proposed a bill to allow people to evict them, meaning not renew the contract. So it would just simply allow you to not renew a contract because currently you have to renew contracts. I'm mind case. blown that that I, wasn't I, already a thing in I, New yeah. Hampshire. My mind as well. I have to ask, what is the point of having a contract yeah, with right? an expiration date if nothing happens at the end of the Don't expiration date? This It doesn't make sense to me. Um, apparently, it's yeah, it's just insane. I spoke to an expert on it the other day who presented at MVP, and I, I literally couldn't understand it. And I'm like, yeah. am I having a stroke? You say you yeah. can't not renew a contract? I mean, it sounds like it's one of those things that's so ridiculous. Like, no no tenant would ever believe that that was a thing, right? So they would just think, oh, oh, the contract's up, you know, the, the lease is up, right? Yep. So um, my landlord is saying that I have to find a new place to live. I would assume that most tenants would just think or assume that they would have to leave, right. you know? Now, I I don't know. So, so yeah, it's House Bill 1115, so 1115. I believe it's in the Judiciary Committee of the House, um, of which uh, Bob Lynn is the chairman, although I'll I'll confirm which committee it's in. But if you want to send emails to that committee, I'm going to publish an article hopefully tonight on Liberty Block anyway. um, And I know Nikki said you read every article at least once a day on Liberty Block. yeah, every 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 day. (laughs) Yeah. So so you can share it with your friends. So hopefully that article will be up soon. It'll be very simple. It'll just say, here's the bill, here's what it does, what you know the reps. And another interesting bill is House Bill 1337. I was just talking to the chairman of that committee, yep. and that would 
essentially say police, if they have someone's firearms due to like, they took them for like a restraining order or something, if they mm-hmm. have firearms, once that order is over, they should give them back. Uh, yeah. Them, yeah, they and, should. And making the person jump through hoops and do dances and again. play and go to court. Yeah, again. That's another thing. We're not already doing that. They're wow, not already doing that. That's, that's amazing. Sounds, yeah, you know, partly unconstitutional. You don't get them back unless you do a dance for them, which is yeah. interesting. Um, and as you guys might know, restraining orders are as easy to get as like oh yeah, uh, taking candy from the kid. Uh, um, like almost ninety nine percent are approved mm-hmm. the temporary orders. So yeah. yeah, it's a red flag law. And then even if it's if it's withdrawn by the petitioner because they made a mistake or it was found to be totally baseless, you don't get the firearms back unless you do a massive dance for police. Hey, you uh, get them back. Alou, do you have more to say? Do you want to hang on? No, that's pretty much all. Thanks. How can people find you? Livingblock.com and allthebestman.com on Twitter. Hey, thanks for the call, man. We appreciate you. Let us know about that uh, campaign. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live. Hour number two is coming up. Don't go anywhere. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. 